0: Look for a nice day coming up on Thursday evening from 6 until 8 p.m. The Garden on the Bridge art show and sale. Faith Kenton joins us this morning to talk about that. Faith, is it a garden party coming up on Thursday?
1: Good morning, Wayne, and everybody else. Yes, it is coming up Thursday. This is a first ever, as far as I know, the shortest ever garden uh, art show and sale it will be two hours so make sure you, you come quickly and look around quickly we have, it's, it's all to celebrate the progress of the Friends of the Garden on the Bridge who've been working for two, three years as you know and this is their, their celebration
0: Alright, the Friends of the Garden on the Bridge having the shortest ever art show and sale Faith, is it at The garden on the bridge?
1: No, it's up in the senior center where they have let us use the building for those two hours. Going to be in that big community room where they used it for the opening day. And we will have tables and easels and a glass of wine and some music by Jay Daly, who's a local electric guitar person, (coughs) and just a lot of fun.
0: So what kind of art is going to be on sale?
1: It's going to be local art, all local artists. So far there are 15 or more. It will be paintings and photographs of things, scenes that they have been uh, inspired by, by being down at the Garden on the Bridge. It was restricted to that area. We have some wonderful painters who do Horse Barn Hill and they do the shore and they do all kinds of things. But I asked them to go down to the garden on the bridge and just be impressed with the beauty and the, and the natural look of the place. You have mill buildings, you have the river, you have the arch on the bridge, you have the old trees, you have the trains going over the railroad track. It's just a wonderful spot.
0: And what do the proceeds from the sale of that art go to?
1: The proceeds of the sale pieces themselves go to the artist. They get to keep all the proceeds. Some of them have said, I will donate my piece. Some of them have said, I would donate some of the proceeds. But if they don't have to, they're artists. They deserve to be rewarded.
0: I think part of your program also is going to be giving people an update on the history of the bridge and the celebration of three years of work. This bridge wasn't in the best of shape three years ago. Faith, what's changed in the last three years, and why is it just a special place?
1: It's a, Everybody knows it's a special place, and, and some people who don't know really should take a little walk down there. It's very easy. It's a short, flat, handicapped, accessible walk across the river. But it was dedicated in maybe 2006, and since then it has just deteriorated little by little. The the planters have been the most uh, visible sign of that, where they have cracked. And the ones on Main Street that aren't there anymore, we had to remove because they kept getting smashed into by cars and three-wheel vehicles and... <laughs> Being just fiberglass, they couldn't handle that. So they're gone. We're planning new planters, bright, big, unbreakable planters. We're, we're looking for repairs to the uh, paint that's all flaky. We, we're hoping that people decide to stop spraying the graffiti. Um, we love their work other places, but it really doesn't belong on granite walls and planters. Um, let's see. We need better lighting. That's important because it's always been kind of unattractive there at night. So we're getting better lighting, more humane lighting, human lighting, and some better signs so people know where it is and can find both ends of it. One end is on Main Street. It goes across the river, up a little hill to Pleasant Street, which is 32, Route 32. So... More tables and chairs for people to gather. The uh, the the plaza area now is what we call the big open area next to Main Street. And right now there's a few benches there and there's not much there. We had a little library put up there a couple months ago that one of our volunteers has made where you put a book in and you take a book out and you borrow it and bring it back. We bring back another one, and that has been very popular. We have seen a lot of traffic there. We had a bulletin board built and put up in further in on the Garden on the Bridge to put signage and announcements and things. That took a little hit, but we're getting it repaired. So we have really big plans for it to be a town-wide place to come, performances, uh, open air recitals people can come do whatever they want they have they have discovered the amphitheater which is over on the pleasant street side almost under the railroad bridge and we have turned that into a beautiful little amphitheater with with stone pavers and benches and it's the classic amphitheater shape and we already have had a request for a performance there in May, that's all free. It's open to anyone. There's, it's very, very easy to arrange, and I hope people use it for weddings, or school performances, or their own, uh, their own fun.
0: And what do you call the amphitheater? Why? What do you? You have a nickname for it?
1: Well, we call it the Amp.
0: Right. That's where I was going with that. The renovation you talked about—they really began three years ago this month, didn't they?
1: It was. Three months ago this month, we had our very first meeting. And we, have, we meet twice a month for two hours each time, so that's pretty pretty rapid planning. And we have, we, we're meeting now at the library. They have a, a community room, a meeting room that they let us use. Very small group. We started with six, then we were down to five. We've had a couple new people. We might be up to seven now. And it's it's uh, it's a lot of work, but it's a lot of fun.
0: Are you looking for more members?
1: We could be, sure. And he is welcome to come sit here on the meeting and see how it goes.
0: You know, Faith, I was driving around yesterday and, you know, a nice sunny day and all that, and I was noticing all of a sudden forsythia is beginning to make an appearance. And I thought to myself, wow, this is perfect timing for this show, talking about garden on the bridge right around the time that flowers begin to bloom. Do you make an attempt with what you put on that bridge, the Garden Club of Wyndham, to make it so that there is always color as long as you can during the course of the year? In other words, some some things bloom now that won't be blooming in August and September, for example.
1: Oh, yes. You do have to think about those things. Um, with, so We have 20 planters or so, and we have some permanent shrubs, and even the shrubs will bloom at different times of year. We also have smaller perennials. We put in some annuals. We have to worry a little bit about the watering because the irrigation system is not all that reliable. The town is working on it. Um, but we we do try to that. We also try to train people to look at the shape and the color of the plants in the winter time. People, there are people who come just in the winter to look at how the different trees and and shrubs grow, their shape and their even the bark. I had one woman down there one day who said, "Look at the thorns on that rose bush," <laughs> and she was very admiring of the thorns. So there's always something to
0: look at. Well, of course, as you said, the bridge has been around since 1857, and it essentially got replaced by the Thread City Crossing, a.k.a. the Frog Bridge, in 2000. What was the inspiration factor of what's now the Garden on the Bridge of Shelburne Falls, Massachusetts?
1: Well, that's kind of a parallel. It's a similar similar background. Um, I was not here, I was not active in 2000, 2006, when the whole dynamic happened of changing the bridge over. But people tell me that they did go to the Shelburne Falls Bridge of Flowers and say, yeah, we could do this. And they came home, and various important people persuaded the town to uh, buy the, take over the bridge from the state. The state said, we don't want it. It's yours if you want it. If you don't want it, we'll just demolish it, put it back into the river, and there'll be no bridge there. So various important people said, well, how about if the town takes it on? It is a town park, and we just do what we can do with it, and that's what it's come to be.
0: Their bridge of flowers glows over the Deerfield River. So you're kicking off another round of fundraising to help support the garden on the bridge. How does that work?
1: This is, this is a crowdfunding effort where the theory, the, the practice is that every donation anybody makes will be doubled by sustainability CT, which we've worked with before. We had a, one of these before for the last year in the garden on the bridge, and we've had them for the 325 trees, and it's it's like magic. Whatever you donate, they will match it. Sounds sounds pretty magical.
0: And I guess one way you can find out information is to go to the Garden on the Bridge art show and sale coming up 6 to 8 p.m. this Thursday, and it will not be at the actual bridge. It'll be at the Wyndham Senior Center at Gilson Square, which is part of the community center, and the event is free to all guests. Faith, you sent me three pictures of the artwork that'll be on display and for sale, one by Kerry Quirk, one by Bill Dougal, and one by Diana Perkins. Can you just give a quick summation of what those three are all about? Well,
1: most people know Carrie. She has the studio on Main Street, and she does very colorful, impressionistic-to-herself paintings. And I asked the studio if she would produce a painting for us from the Garden on the Bridge, something iconic. So they did. They took her down there, and she looked around, and she's done a really wild picture with the arch of the bridge in the background and you you have to go there to kind of see what she saw in the painting. Uh, Diana Perkins did a very simple watercolor victorian style picture of the arch. and I have photographs of her also in her white Victorian painting dress to go with the painting. And Bill Dougal is kind of well known around as a caricaturist. He did a very a very a small watercolor of a bench up on the top of the bridge with a faceless man. No, he was faces behind the newspaper, and he's just relaxing in the sun, reading the newspaper. And a lot of the things that are coming in from other artists I haven't really seen, but I'm sure they'll be wonderful.
0: And if proceeds from this artwork that's being sold on Thursday go completely to the artist, does this event coming up on Thursday raise any money for the Garden on the Bridge?
1: Well, you know, donations are always welcome. We will have a large glass jar. I will have other leaflets to, to pens pass out. And uh, some of the artists have uh, allowed prints to be made of their work, and they've already said that, yes, the proceeds from the prints, there are a couple really striking photographs. One of them is in the evening, Very quiet, with uh, dimmed lights in the background and little snowflakes falling. And that's just a wonderful photograph.
0: And lastly, Faith, with the weather warming up, yesterday was nice and it'll be warmer the next couple of days or so. Just say a few words about what a fine time for people to take a walk on the garden on the bridge.
1: Oh, it's a wonderful time. There's no wind, there's no ice, there's no rain, although we could use some. Just you know, park at the parking lot down um, by the mills, the window mills, and go up the staircase and go left to the trail of the trestle, or right to the bridge. Take some time, take a book with you, take a cup of coffee, and just drink it in. It's Supposed to be a beautiful weather all week.
0: And the Friends of the Garden on the Bridge Committee invites everybody to their fundraiser event, the shortest ever. Art Show and Sale this Thursday, 6 to 8, at the new Wyndham Senior Center. Faith, thanks to you and your friends of the Garden on the Bridge for keeping that bridge looking great.
1: Thank you for having me. It's wonderful.
0: Faith Kenton, our guest this morning on WILI.